All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Expert Edge. Uh, today we are tackling the topic of how to thrive in a downturn economy, how to thrive during this recession that is hitting that we're already in uh, and we're about to go through because there is some of the greatest opportunities you'll see in the in the last or next decade that are going to happen over the next 12 months. Uh, so buckle up. This is a good one. You are listening to the Expert Edge podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. Okay, so welcome to the Expert Edge. Uh, today, I wanted to have a conversation about you as a coach, as a content creator in a downturn economy. Uh, if you don't think that we're heading into a recession, then you're probably kidding yourself because all the indicators are basically saying we're in recession, right? We've had two quarters of uh, negative growth in uh, gross domestic product. And basically that's defined as, as a recession. Now, there's gonna be some good news today in terms of some perspective. And really my goal today is to number one, give you perspective about what, the recession really is. And then secondly, uh, is to, and probably more more specifically, is to give you as a coach, as a content creator, some strategies to be able to not just survive, but thrive in this recession. And just recently, I, I had a, you know, a longer conversation with my Self From Stage Academy and Self From Stage Elite group coaching program, uh, really just helping them to get their mindset right and have some strategies to to thrive throughout the downturn in the economy. And it actually really inspired me to just share it with the broader audience as well, because I think that it's going to benefit you significantly. And so uh, buckle up because this is going to be good. So I don't know about you, but I know for me, uh, when I started my coaching business was actually in 2009. So it was in one of the recessions, when, you know, one of the most significant ones. Obviously, it had a, it was a greater impact on America than it was on Australia, uh, but it actually, for me, birthed something new in me, in realizing that I wanted to make a change, a shift. And so, first of all, there's going to be a really big unsettling, just like there was with uh, Corona virus, and when that all happened, the pandemic, and still, obviously, there's the tailwind of that right now. But you know, at the you know, in the middle of a, at the core of that, there was a lot of like unsettling that was happening in people's lives, not just in the economy, but in people's lives. And so, what's fascinating is that uh, in that unsettling, it's actually going to cause people to make a lot of want to make a lot of changes. And in fact, there's probably going to be more people wanting to start their own business during a downturn so that, you know, because a lot of people, maybe they're working for a big corporation or something like that. And they've been hating working for a big corporation for a long time. And they're like, you know what, I've been wanting to start my own thing for forever. And now this is the time. So, so often it's actually a really a birthing period. It's a period of real transformation for people when they uh, step out and step into that next level. And that causes them to step into an area of faith. And my encouragement for you is as a coach, as a content creator, is that during a recession, I think right at the start is a really important time 
for you to decide how you are going to navigate this period. Because what we know from history is that the, a typical recession is about 11 months. You can search it on Google. It's about 11 months is a typical recession. So we're not talking, you know, generalization. We're not talking years and years and years and years, right? We're talking 11 months, potentially. And it could be longer, it could be shorter, but that's like the average of a recession. And in fact, if you look at property prices generally, um, obviously 2009, there was a big drop and there was one other one where there was a, you know, a drop of, you know, a couple of percent. But generally, property prices have stayed the same. Uh, stock has dropped significantly. So to me, it says like there's massive opportunity, right? Uh, there's massive opportunity. Now, obviously, I'm not going to give any financial advice today in terms of what you want to do. That's totally your decision. But I know for me, I'm personally hanging on to my assets. I'm not selling any of my stock. I'm not making any decisions out of fear. And I'm actually deciding right now at the start that this, this recession is going to be the greatest opportunity for impact, for service, for growth, for finance that I've had personally in the last 10 years or more. And that's my encouragement for you is that you would make this decision right at the start is that you are going to be someone who leans into being more productive during the recession as opposed to leaning away. Because there's two choices that comes up in anyone's life. It is the, the choice of fear and the choice of faith. And fear essentially is an imagined future that hasn't been created yet that's set, that's cemented in the negative, right? And what does fear cause you to do? Fear causes you to retract. It causes you to shrink, to go inwards. And when you shrink, you go inwards, what happens is your whole world shrinks with you because energetically it must. When you shrink, when you retract, when you go smaller, energetically on even a vibrational on an energetic on a on a chemistry level your world will shrink with you and a lot of the times obviously that is happening in the economy the economy shrinking right it's being less productive essentially that's what's happening at the core of it we are producing less less product on a on a on a um you know national scale than what we're actually than what we're actually you know creating and so what happens is that a lot of people will move into fear. Obviously, their stock's dropping. You look at the stock market, it's dropped like, you know, so significantly, right? In the last um, couple of months, right? Since January 2022. But this is the thing is, is that there is going to be one of the most incredible opportunities to get a hold of stock that's incredibly undervalued, um, you know, as the recession starts to turn around in whenever, whenever that is. And so what I'm saying is that first of all, from an investment perspective, like there's going to be, this is the time when the greatest wealth in people's lives are ever made. Like this is the time. So don't think of this as, as a time of you needing to be in fear. Think of this as this is going to be one of the best opportunities I will have in the next 10 years or so to create wealth, to stand out as a leader in the marketplace. This is your opportunity. And so can you make that decision with me today? And that's my, well, that was my encouragement for all my students uh, is that they would make that decision today to, to be a leader. Because this is the thing, is that we know that in a recession, that productivity drops significantly, right? That's kind of one of the main causes of of, of the recession or kind of, you know, the GDP drops, right? 
the gross domestic product, what they're producing. And so what happens is if, if you can become more productive during a recession, you actually create a disparity, a dissonance between where the rest of the world is at and where you're at. And when you have that separation, it actually enables you to be a leader in the marketplace even more. And so you get the opportunity for your community, just like I am for you right now in, in my community, you get this opportunity to lead your community and show them the way and show them the path. And so if you lean into fear, it is imagined your future in a negative way. And the other choice is you can lean into faith, which is imagining your future in a hopeful, insightful, uh, positive manner, right? Now, what's cool is if you look at all the recessions in the past or many of the recessions, like literally some of the most successful companies have been launched out of this. Companies like Trader Joe's, Netflix, Venmo, GE, Uber, Airbnb, Microsoft. Like this just to name a few. Like some of the most successful companies in the world were launched out of recessions. Why? Because when the economy drops in terms of its productivity, it forces innovation. You know that old adage of that old saying of that necessity is the driver of innovation. And I know for me, a lot of the times in my life, it's actually been through necessity that it's forced innovation. And whether that's, you know, me leaving my job, you know, 13, 14 years ago when I first started my coaching business, or whether it's, you know, coronavirus or a recession or something like that, something challenging happening in my life, it forces innovation. And so I want you to notice I just wonder how innovation is going to show up in your life over the next 12 months. And I would love you to be open to that. Now, uh, we've got an event coming up in our Self From Stage Elite program, which is all about creating irresistible offers. And I think that during this economy, one of the most important things, and this is what we're going to be diving deep into in the event, I want to give you a snapshot so you can start to get some perspective of this for your offers as well, whether you're in my program or not, is that you would think about your offer as not just being an offer of desire, but it must be an offer of necessity. So what I mean by that, uh, a lot of people in a recession will naturally look at their expenses and they will go, what are the expenses that I no longer feel is effective or productive in my life? And so for me, you know, I'll do that as well. But the expenses that I'm cutting out, the expenses that I'm looking at are maybe I've got, you know, a software subscription that I haven't used and I'm just like keeping for no purpose and no reason. Maybe I've got, I know for us, we've got multiple like different cable subscriptions and you know, not just Netflix, but like all the other Hulus and all those sort of things that you just like gather up over the years, you know. And when it comes down to it, those things are entertainment, but they're not, They those things are, are not making me more productive. In fact, they're making me less productive. Let's be, let's be really honest. They're making you and me less productive, right? They're just distractions. Yes, they're entertainment. So, so if you do want to cut out it costs, cut out those costs. Like they're the costs you want to cut out. The costs you don't want to cut out are the costs in your life 
that create productivity, that create accountability. And I know for me, you know, I'm personally am in other programs like paid programs. And for me, it's actually a desire for me to lean in even harder into those programs to draw out even more value from that. One of the things I say to all my students is in a hard time, don't lean away. Like there's a natural tendency to feel shame. And, you know, if I notice a student going through a challenging time in like self from stage elite or something like that, and we have a chat, my encouragement for them is always, hey, like don't feel shame. Don't feel like you need to work it out yourself and move away. That's exactly what this community is here for you to do. I want you to lean in. Like I want you to lean in, not lean away. Because if you lean away, you're going to shrink. But if you lean in, the community and myself is going to support you to go to the next level. And so my question for you, have you been leaning away in your life or are you, or is it time for you to start leaning in more, right? And so I want you to think about leaning in, not, not leaning away. Now, there's a really cool exercise that I learned from Tony Robbins. And it's an exercise that for me, I know I, through different challenging times in my life, I remember one time, it was probably about seven or eight years ago, I was standing at my driveway and I received a phone call. Uh, and it was a major client of mine. This was when I used to do a lot of corporate training and keynote speaking and so forth on a, you know, f- for fee basis. And my client was a major, it was a major, major mining client that represented about 60, 55, 60% of my income. Like it was a, you know, it was a pretty sick, it was a very significant contract. And they called me up and literally in one phone call, they canceled their entire training with me. And so for me, I was like, what the hell is going on? I literally just had 60% of my income that was planned out for the year, by the way. Like we had training days locked in, we had coaching locked in and they were just like, hey, we've hit a really tough time. We need to pull out. And for me, I was stressed at the time. Like, you know, that's never nice for anyone, right? To, To have that phone call. But it's going to happen. If you're in business, it's going to happen at some point. And I, know, I remember for me, I spent a day or so just, you know, down in the dumps, spewing, annoyed. And then I realized that I wonder what, you know, first of all, I asked myself, what's great about this opportunity? So I said, what's, what's great about this opportunity? And I realized that what was great about this opportunity was that I'd been wanting more space in my timetable to be able to create my online courses I've been wanting some space to actually be able to identify what type of clients I do want to work with. Because to be honest, I didn't love working with them as a client. They were just like a well-playing client. And I realized that it was an opportunity for me to actually start to look at my business model and to change how I was doing. I wanted to stop traveling as much personally. And so it was. it ended up being a really great opportunity. And then what was fascinating was because I leaned into that, I started to create momentum in different areas of my life And then within a couple of months, I had replaced that income and I'd replaced it with clients that I was enjoying to working with a lot more. And it ended up being a really positive thing. And so I want you to realize that some of the negative things that happen in your life are actually gateways to your next level of the positive things that are going to happen in your life. And a lot of the times they are beautiful testings. They're they're elegant ways of the world of God, of the universe, like testing you of going, hey, are you ready for the next level? Are you ready to shed some skin 
in your current life and move up to the next level. And that, that, that for me, I've had that happen many, many times in my life. And so my encouragement for you is to realize that you, that when something challenging happens is some really great questions to give you perspective. First question is, what's great about this? And it feels really awkward asking that question because the first thought is like, this is well, nothing. Nothing's great about this, right? I just lost everything, right? And, and that question of what's great about this is a really great question. There's three questions, in fact, specifically, three questions that I learned from Tony Robbins and I love it. Um, and it's, he calls it his three decision model. And, and I love this because this really helps me get perspective. You want, might want to put this in your back pocket. And the first question is, what are you making this mean? Uh, and that question is based around some decisions that you make it mean. And one decision is, are you making this mean a punishment or a reward on some level? And so that's the first distinction. The second distinction is, what are you making this mean? Are you making this mean this is the end or that this is the beginning? And if it is the beginning, what's the beginning of something? Something new, right? And so that's a really nice question for me that I go through. The second question of the three is, what are you focused on? And and he says, you make a decision on, are you focused on yourself, which causes you to shrink? Or are you focused on others, which causes you to serve? What are you focused on? Are you focused on, are you focused on the negative emotions that you're experiencing in your life right now? Or are you focused on the resilient emotions, the positive emotions, the things that you can draw out and learn, the learnings from this experience right now, right? What are you focused on? Are you focused on that, uh, yeah, that, that this is the end or that this is the beginning? Are you focused on that this is on yourself or this is on others? Uh, another distinction is what are you focused on? Are you focused on this? Is this the, are you focused on the past and how it used to be and how good it used to be? Or are you focused on the future, on a compelling future, that you get to create right now? And the final question is, what are you going to do? Are you going to focus or are you going to fold? And so often, if, if you answer all of those distinctions, those negative, those, um, sorry, those distinctions, those decisions that I went through just then, in those, in a negative way, like if you make it mean that, you know what, this is might be the end of my business. If you make it mean that I feel like I'm getting punished because I didn't prepare well. If you focus on the fact that it's woe to you and things are hard, if you focus on the fact that, that hey, I remember in the past it used to be so much easier. And if you focus on all the negative experiencing you're having in your life, you're going to actually fold. You're going to fold in your life. You're not going to move forward. And then the flip side of that is if you make it mean that this is actually a reward on some level, there's actually going to be good come out of this. If you make it mean that this is the beginning of your next level, if you focus on the fact that you get to lean in and serve others on a greater level, if you focus on the fact that you get to create a compelling future for yourself and focus on the resilient, the grit, the energetic emotions that come out of this space, all of a sudden, unconsciously even, your decision will be that you get to focus. You're going to focus in lock in and create something more, more beautiful, more magnificent, more elegant than you've ever created before. Can you see how that works? It's cool. Hey, can you notice? Even as I was going through it right then, I could feel it in my body as I was talking. Could you feel that in your body when I was talking about that? By the way, if you found this really helpful, uh, please share it, this, this podcast. If you know someone who needs this perspective, uh, there's a share button on every podcast. Share it with a friend. Like even right now, just press pause and share it with a friend and, and just text them and just go, hey, you should listen to this podcast. It's really helpful. And so 
hopefully, so we've gone through so far, we've gone through the fact that a recession, you know, usually lasts about 11 months, that a recession is a drop in productivity, but it's actually an opportunity for you to increase your productivity, which makes you stand out in the marketplace. And it also forces innovation. It also is a place that is going to birth out some incredible things that are going to happen in you. And so my encouragement for you is to realize that this, this season is going to create the biggest opportunities that you've had in your life and in your business and in your wealth creation in the last 10 or 15 years, however long it's been. And so that's my encouragement for you is that you would take that perspective. I know for me, leaning into being a market leader means leaning into better quality communication with my audience, better quality engagement, better quality motivation, better quality communication of the value of what you bring to the marketplace. That's why for me, like that's why for me speaking and speaking to an audience, that's why I love it so much because leadership is speaking. Like if you speak, you lead. Think about any great leader in someone's life, any any leader that you look up to, wouldn't you agree that almost all of them, almost all of them are speaking to larger audiences, whether it be running conferences, whether it be speaking on virtual stages, whether it be speaking on some sort of platform, they are all speaking to people on a stage. Does that make sense? And that's why for me, speaking on stages is such a core, fundamental and essential skill to learn as a leader, as a market leader. And my encouragement for you, if you haven't led into that, I would encourage you to do that. And whether that be listening tomorrow, my podcast, whether that be registering on our VIP wait list, because we're going to open up Self from Stage Academy pretty soon, because I really want to help people to lean into that area of their life. And there is so much incredible opportunity. In fact, I was, I was having a chat with a, having a conversation with a friend recently and he launched some beta programs and he uses our self from stage formula. He launched it from a webinar and literally he had a couple of people, a couple of hundred people signed up to the webinar, which is great, right? A couple of hundred people. That might be a big number for you. might be small. I don't know. Um, but he did multiple six figures on these webinars um, leading into his programs. And it was just incredible watching him like just completely transform his business through this this communica- communication platform of, the, of his webinars. And so my encouragement for you is if you haven't learned how to speak in a way that sells, and it's not just speaking in a way that educates, it's speaking in a way that sells. It's just a skill that's fundamental to you being a leader. I don't care what skill set you've got, it's fundamental to you being a leader in the marketplace. So make sure to register for our VIP waitlist if you haven't yet. Just go to sellfromstageacademy.com, sellfromstageacademy.com, or you can just search Sell From Stage Academy uh, in Google and then there will be a VIP waitlist that you can just register for there uh, because we're going to be opening it up pretty soon because I really want to start serving people again in this area. I feel like it's going to be necessary for people to really flourish in this economy, to get in front of their audience better, to be able to create more conversions so that you can serve people on a greater level. So let's make a decision today, hey, is to become more productive, to view this downturn in the economy as one of the greatest opportunities you're going to have in the in the last 10 years of your life. And to realize that if you go through a challenging period, it's going to cause you to innovate, something good's going to come out of it. And I gave you some really helpful questions uh, that you can go through so that you can get perspective again.
So if this has been helpful, uh, make sure you're subscribed, hit the subscribe button, uh, leave a review on this. If this has been really powerful, please leave a written review and, and give me a five-star review if it's been really helpful. And leave a written review. I always read the reviews. Please do that. Uh, I really appreciate it if you do that and share this with a friend. Uh, if you know that someone needs this perspective of what's happening in the recession, you've had a conversation with them and you know that they're in fear, they need this. They need this this podcast. And that's why I created it for them. And so share it with, just hit the share button and share it with a friend over text message. Say, hey, hey man, uh, hey babe, <laughs> whoever it is, uh, take a listen to this, right? Uh, I trust you will. I trust you'll help and share people, uh, share this with other people. Guys, I'm looking forward to this journey with you. Make sure you subscribe. Looking forward to having this conversation with you next week on the Expert Edge. And uh, stay tuned because we've got more good stuff to come. Bye for now. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step -step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.